0: Richly unto us. Release your word. Release your word. Release your essence. We plead into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated. I want to thank my brother and very dear friend and others in the chancel for the privilege of sharing in the word today. Our key verse is from where we've already read in Acts chapter 1, verse 1. I wrote about everything Jesus did and taught from the beginning. The things Jesus began both to do and to teach. The most outstanding message I experienced last year didn't come from the pulpit. It actually came through a dear brother in this church. November, beginning of November last year, he, he sent me a greeting. I'm not sure he, I don't believe he understood what that did to me. Let me read out the text of that greeting. I pray above all things that you will always prosper in God's vineyard. God's word that was committed into your hand will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. I pray that God will give you the grace to always live what you preach and preach how you live also. Happy New Month. Those words came from God's presence and had a profound effect on me. I have a lot of opportunities to preach in my house. Opportunities to preach in church in different places. But the order the order of things is the things that you do and teach. Amen can you say the things you do and teach thank you my brother the things I do and teach may God help you practice what you preach and preach what you practice making sure that what you practice is the word of God so when we say steadfast unto the final day therein is the definition of steadfastness. Doing the word of God and teaching it with your lifestyle, with your words, with your skills. But he, she, who is steadfast, is that same one who synchronously, simultaneously at the same time is practicing the word of God and sharing, disseminating the word of God to the people day after day Amen Amen. and he does it, she does it until Jesus comes in the air or Jesus calls by death and so it struck me in the spirit that Luke said the things Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day he was taken up he began to do and to teach from the time of baptism to the times of persecution, to the crucifixion on the cross, to the rising again on the third day, he continued to do and to teach, right up until the day he was taken up. Well, is it semantics? Is it just an expression to do and to teach couldn't it well be to teach and to do? Does it really matter the way we put it? If you look at the Bible, it does. It does. I noticed that in describing Jesus, the Bible said to do and to teach. And anytime time teaching and doing is associated with good results with good effects it is always in that order to do and to teach are you getting what i'm saying let's get to the bible to explain it because when i understand it well when you understand it well the focus of your life will be both to do and to teach Until the final day. From the Old Testament in Ezra chapter 7 verse 10. You see where it is written. For Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. For the good hand of his God was upon him. Matthew chapter 5 verse 19 Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Look at your Bible For a moment don't look at me now look at your bible if your translation says teach and do raise your hand if your translation puts the teaching before the doing let me see let me know what translation it is because i have about 16 bible translations and they told me to do and to teach yours says to do and teach okay is there anyone whose translation says to teach first and to do second all right the eyes have it praise the lord First Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. So what comes first? My teaching or myself? My ministry or my walk with God? My walk with God. Persist in this. For in so doing you will save both yourself and let me tell you this is the this is the anchor of my relationship with my home. I pray for my sons and the spirit says to me watch your life. I pray for my family earnestly and the spirit says to me watch your secret life for the word of God which cannot be broken if you understand that it is not possible for God's word to be broken you rest the word of God which cannot not be broken, says, For if you pay attention to yourself and secondly to your teaching, who are those that will be saved? Number one, and then who those that hear me and compose really my family hears me. Hallelujah. so if you want to have results if you want to have a situation where not only you will be delivered but as many as uh, your hearers are delivered then you have no other choice but to have a lifestyle of to do and to teach If you want to be called by heaven, great. If you want to be regarded by heaven, oh yes, there are people who will be regarded as great in heaven. Oh yes, oh yes. And it's not a misplaced uh, appellation. It's not a misplaced position. You will be someone that practices everything the lord jesus christ teaches and you will teach everything too that the lord teaches amen so the scripture makes it clear that if you also want the hand of god upon you because it is the hand of god that makes the difference It's not anybody's preaching style it's not anybody's connections and technique what makes the difference what brings about the lasting outcome is the hand of god when you read ezra you see because the hand of god was upon him this happened because the hand of god was upon him when he prayed at the river uh, at the ahava canal they came into jerusalem with the things they were supposed to bring into jerusalem they were not attacked because the hand of god was upon him when he called on people to help him they helped him because the hand of god was upon him these things were happening and the bible says The hand of God was upon him because he made up his mind to study the law of God and to do it and to teach it. Brethren, beloved, God is no respecter of persons. God is the constant. Whenever anybody does his will and teaches his will, the hand of God is upon that person. Hallelujah. So, was there ever a very time the order was changed? Yeah, I actually saw one. Acts chapter 7, verse 22. There is a description once. Acts chapter 7 verse 22. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. And he was mighty. Does your Bible say in deeds and in words or in words and in deeds? Aha. That was when he was 40 years old. How did that his ministry at 40 years old fare? Did he succeed? Eh? How did he go? He ran away. It is Egyptian wisdom to be mighty in words first before you are mighty in deeds. What kind of wisdom is it? Egyptian wisdom. And by the Spirit, Stephen described him as being mighty in words and deeds at that time. So when we say be steadfast unto the final day, we say make up your mind that your life is a life of seeking what God's word says, doing it and teaching it. Please, don't say I'll just be doing. Let them find out. No. Don't just be doing. Also teach it. Amen? Amen. However, this steadfastness in the Ordination of, of life passes through highs and lows unto the finish point. When you are going to be steadfast unto the final day, actually it's not as in a European country, a road that is level. You neither act going up or coming down, but going level to the end. No, no. In life there will be times of difficulty and times of ease. As Paul says in Philippians chapter four, I know how to be abased and how to abound. In everything I'm instructed how to have a lot. And how to be in want. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's the real context of I can do all things. Though That's the real context of I can do all things. So life is going to bring you through times of highs and times of lows uh, before your finishing point. The betrayal, scourging, unjust beating didn't stop the Lord. Dark days, perplexing situations will not stop us because we will keep our eyes on the finish mark. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to understand something. Satan is not aiming at your being wealthy or your being poor. That is not Satan's aim for you. Satan has something of greater interest. When Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, He said, The prince of this world is coming. Okay? And when the prince of this world came with his hordes, Jesus said, Whom do you seek? And the answer was, Jesus of Nazareth. When it was the turn of Job, Satan asked permission to afflict him with sickness. And remove his wealth why he wanted job to curse god and die his interest was not in job's wealth or poverty his sickness or his health his interest was to see to it that job cursed god and die for some other people satan wants to accelerate their wealth Fortune, fame, and resources so that perhaps he might get exactly the same effect. Remember that when he came to the Lord Jesus, he said to him, these have been given to me and I can give it to anybody I want. So therefore, bow down and worship me. Alright? So he wanted to give Jesus the, or he promised Jesus the Uh, wealth and glories of all this world for exactly the same reason, turn away from God and worship me. So, it's important that you will understand that in the midst of the difficult situations you will have, the testy situations you will have, the economic squeeze that you will have, that the the goal of heaven and the goal of Satan is what happens to Jesus in you during this time. And that when you are elevated, Professor, you are elevated, you have wealth. You are elevated. Ah, is that pretty funny? I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah, we've been hearing about you. You have influence. You have a name. Again, the attention is what? What happens to Christ in you? When you understand that, you will not be fighting to have money or not to have money. You will not be fighting to have Name or not to have name. You'll be fighting to make sure that Christ is rooted in you, growing in you, manifesting in you with greater fervency and accuracy. Amen? You'll be, you'll be asking God that all these processes will be doing what they really are meant to do. Polishing you to be bringing out the image of Christ. So when we say steadfast unto the final day. We will be looking at two major threats to that steadfastness. Whenever someone hears the word of God and receives it. That word may be upon the rocky places where it becomes blighted because there is no soil or that word becomes choked with thorns which the lord described as the the wealth the cares the riches of this world and in mark the desire for other things so these are the highs and the lows that can actually affect you and make you not to be steadfast. Amen? There will be others, but these are the ones I am going to share. The Lord will deal with the others and I believe that the principles we share here will also help. Have you felt overwhelmed by increasing needs does it in this Nigeria suddenly you feel that you are hurtling downhill with uncontrolled speed fuel prices rising exponentially school fees are hurled at you relentlessly the cost of living is so high that anybody who comes to you and says brother can you give me something? you ah, It's like someone has put a razor on you. Eh? My flesh
1: is tired of seeking God But on my knees I'll stay I want to be a pleasing child Until that final day, my mind is full of many thoughts that clutter and confuse. But standing firm, I will prevail. In faith and I'll be used. Amen. I'm asking once again, Won't you help me, my friend, Lord Jesus? Holy Lord Spirit set us free From chains we cannot see Come release us
0: When you are under pressure When you are facing difficulties, I recommend for steadfastness that you count your blessings. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, count your blessings? I reckoned 2022 to be a difficult year. A few days to 2023... i I, I sat down and i said let me actually count what god had done thank god i yielded to that wisdom because i quickly realized that god had done so much in 2022 in my life and in the life of my family so much so much more than the looming challenges and the difficulties Far beyond I had thought or imagined. When you are faced with difficulties, when you are faced with problems that are unsurmountable, in quote, think not of those problems alone, but think of what God has done for you before. Amen? And I say, count your blessings. Count your blessings. Secondly, dwell also on the things God has done for other people in similar circumstances. Dwell on them. You see, all of these things are processes that God intends for us. The scripture says, um, I want to read from what paul wrote in second corinthians chapter 1 i'll start from verse 8 we do not want you to be unaware brothers of the affliction we experienced in asia for we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself indeed we felt we had received the sentence of death but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer. Hallelujah. So, count your blessings. Recognize that these things are Driving you towards focusing on God and not on your ability. Focusing on God's word and not on your own well laid out, very legitimate strategies. And I use the word very legitimate because God expects you to plan, but God expects you to trust beyond your plans. Hallelujah. Secondly, please, it is critical... That you feed on the Word and not feed on your worries feed on the Word let your meditation be on God's Word God's Word God's Word and I recommend that you feed on God's Word day and night ever before the challenges manifest ever before the evil day comes because the Sun which made the seed upon or the plant upon the stony ground wither is exactly the same sun that made the seed, the plants on the good soil to grow and to bring forth. So the difference is one was rooted, another was not rooted. Both of them had the same son. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Bible study pattern we had last year. Thank you so much. What's your Bible study pattern for this year? Have you put it away from 2022? Make up your mind how you are going to feed on the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God day and night. Hallelujah. Stick to your Bible reading plan. And like... Paul pointed out prayer is so important, even at these times. Prayer that is very honest. Prayer that is not um, painted. You know, when you read the Psalms, you listen to the cries from the heart of a man who is in trouble, a man who is perplexed. A man who is out of his depth. People who are having challenges. Cry out to God in desperation. Amen? Amen. Look at John the Baptist. At a time when he was going through crisis, you know he had proclaimed that the Lord Jesus is coming and that he is going to burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. He's the one that hosts, that uh, the Spirit is upon. He will baptize you with the Spirit. But then Jesus came, healed the sick, raised the dead, but he didn't see any of the judgments manifesting. I think he didn't realize that when he was reading the scriptures, he was seeing two dispensations. <laughs> And that in this dispensation, Jesus came to save. And in the second dispensation, he will come to judge. And so he was in prison. And at a point, he sent people to say to the Lord, Are you the one that we are to expect? Hallelujah. I want to encourage you. Whenever you are facing challenges about Christianity christian living challenges about your work with god take it back to god amen i really really encourage you to do so don't think that you are being uh ungodly unchristian no that's where to find strength that's where to find strength please don't take it outside to those who don't know the lord Please don't take it outside to those who mock the Lord. Take it to the Lord. Share with the Lord what's going through your heart, what you're passing through. Hallelujah. Look at Moses in Exodus chapter 5, verse 22-23. Moses returned to the Lord and asked him, Lord, why have you caused trouble for these people? Why have you sent me here? Ever since I came To Pharaoh to speak in your name. He has caused trouble for these people. And you have done nothing to deliver your people. Sounds like rebellion, huh? But it was a heart cry of a genuine servant. Did God rebuke Moses for this? God said to him, Now you will see what I will do how did jesus respond to john the baptist he said go show john the things that you are seeing the deaf hear, the blind see the lame walk the poor have the gospel preached to them and blessed is he that is not offended on account of me and he turned and began to praise john before the crowds hallelujah please Are you in need of help? Are you beaten down on your knees, flat on your face? Come boldly to the throne of grace. I didn't say come timidly. I didn't say come as it were with your tail between your legs. I didn't say come as somebody who has been cast out by God. I said come how? Say it loud. Say it loud. Come boldly to the throne of grace. There are times when you've had it. You are shattered. You are battered. In the words of my dear elder brother, Raphokafo. You have been dealt with. Your theology has been appended, And you are just crying and saying, God, help me. Come boldly. You will obtain grace to help you at that time of need. Amen? Amen? And also ask people to help you. Do you know that at the Garden of Gethsemane, the Lord Jesus said, My soul is crushed. I actually feel like dying. And that Jesus said to Peter, James, and John, come aside with me to pray. If the Lord could open up to others to say, this is how I'm feeling, join me in prayers. Who are you? Who are you? To pretend. You may not share it with everybody but let there be people you share it with Amen Amen. let there be a time when you will take off like Elijah headed for the mountain of God headed for the mountain of God to report to God even though what you are reporting to God may not be actually correct because he said I'm the only one left they want to kill me as well while it was just one woman who was threatening him with all her resources god said to him chill chill i have reserved for myself seven thousand now you turn back and go but he came to the mountain of god he was refocused and he was thrust back i beg you in the pressures we will experience in 2023 Learn to beat your way back to the presence of God in honest telling of what is going on and receive grace from his presence in Jesus' name. That's what Paul said, striving with all his energy that he stirs up in me. Not my energy. As you pray honestly, as you call on God honestly, as you call on God boldly, and as you share with others, they will help you. Hallelujah. Number four, have the mindset if I perish, I perish. There must be something you stand for in this life, there must be a no going back point for your life. Jacob said, okay. If it has come to that take double the money take some spices take some honey go and give it to the man buy us some food bring back your brother if i lose my children i lose my children esther said okay go fast let there be three days my maidens and i will do that and i'll go and meet the king if i perish i perish Amen. And those were the turning points in those people's lives. Ah, how can I forget the three Hebrew friends? They said, Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your hand, O King, and he will. But if not, be it known to you that we will not serve your gods. So we are fully assured of God's capacity, willingness. To deliver but if he doesn't we are not going back they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives so much as to shake from that i tell you the bible says that this will become for them a token that you will be delivered and that from god so heads up Keep up your courage. You are going to railroad through. Hallelujah. But you see, the bigger problem isn't the hardship and adversity. When you go through the scriptures, more men of God, more saints have fallen off the bend of success than through the troughs of hardship wealth is from the lord promotion is his reward but they are not him there are things that come as you walk with him but they are not him however we get so to them at times that he has moved off and we still clinging to those things cm Gideon was doing very well when he had all the challenges he had he did well when he had finished that was when he made that mistake He said, can you give me some of your gold earrings? And with it he made a golden effort. And it became a snare to the children of Israel. David performed superlatively under the problems with Saul. Superlatively. Oh, did so well. But then when he was the king... Ah, uh, First of all When he realized that God had Given him the kingdom He went and married more wives And then when he was Supposed to be at war He went and took Uriah's wife And from there Committed murder What about Josiah Josiah who The scripture records Did the Passover that no king before him had done Josiah who fulfilled the prophecy of the man of God from Judah did a lot not just in the southern kingdom of Judah but went up to the northern kingdom but when he was at that peak he was warned don't come for this fight God has sent me but he didn't listen. What about Joash? Taken from Ataliah's grasp, nurtured and made a king when he was six, seven years old. And then when his mentor dies, the elders of Israel came and said, Baba lawyer.
2: Baba amloya. Okay, what do you say we should do today?
0: Obayah <laughs> To the extent that his mentor son, he ordered him to be killed. Zechariah, son of Berechiah. Something that the Lord Jesus called up. So brethren, the bigger challenge is when we are wealthy well-known promoted powerful does that mean we should say god don't promote me no 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 no. promotion does not come from the east or from the west but it comes from where the lord no ask for the promotion but ask for a double portion of his uh, spirit
1: I wrestle not with flesh and blood My fight is with the one Who lost the keys of hell and death To God's most precious Son One sleepless night of anguished prayer, I triumph over sin. One battle in the holy war, God's promised me to win. my skin once again won't you help me my friend Lord Jesus Holy Lord Spirit set us free From chains we cannot see, come release
0: us. There is a technique Satan uses, which I believe will be manifest around this time more and more. And I call that Pharaoh's Technique. What did I say? I call it. Yes. When Moses and Aaron came and said, God has met with us. We want to go and worship. He said, ah, you people, at least you need to do more work. And listen to what he said. Give them more work to do so that they will not pay attention to lies. And see the effect of that more work that they were given. Exodus chapter 5 verse 21 to 23. The supervisors told Moses and Aaron, May the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made us repulsive to Pharaoh and his servants. You have put a sword in their hands to kill us. So Moses turned to the Lord. So you can see what that resulted in was it an encouragement in the service or a discouragement sometimes the plan of satan is to accelerate your work rate when i mean work rate, okay uh well it's now 200 and no no 320 naira a bag of rice is this okay i need to do more work um i'll add from my off-duty days, I'll do this. From my uh, orchestra days, I'll do that. So you increase the number of work you do. When you now open your Bible, you sleep off. When it's time to come for prayer meeting, ah, I'm tired. I'm tired. And I still have night duty to do. Ah, God, you understand. Nothing will happen in the first month, in the second month, in the third month. That's unbeliever who you were not paying attention to now begins to offer you things and you begin to look at him a little more closely what has satan done he has accelerated your secular work rate, and you have responded by reducing that which gives you spiritual strength and immunity And he reintroduces a temptation to a weakened believer. Many believers have fallen by that technique. So make it a point of duty that if your work rate has to increase, your service rate must increase likewise. If you are having to stay up in office more frequently increase the number of tracks you are putting in your office and instruct the person please all those who are waiting for me tell them that this is literature i want them to read while they wait you're having to drive people more put christian music christian tapes christian ministration in such a volume that will not be to the ears but is loud enough to be heard I was in a university where I, I would come to the bus very early to be taken to where the clinics were and how I knew the bus driver is a Christian is that whenever we we're about to leave he would tune into either a Christian session but something would be playing Christian music softly loud enough to be heard but not loud enough to be disruptive and i know of some people who are transporters they make sure that what they are putting on for their audience is christian hallelujah i have sought to and god has helped me busy attending to one patient or the other i have tracts. i have sought to make sure That if I'm going to operate on this child for cleft surgery, that the parents will have a tract and will have a chat about the Lord Jesus. I have been busy, sometimes exhausted, but I have seen Jesus bringing souls into the kingdom. Hallelujah! Let your busy schedule become greater opportunities for the kingdom. I read in Full Gospel Businessman's Fellowship Voice about a businessman who sold knives, buck knives. What did he do? He made sure his knives were of excellent quality, but in the package was literature talking about Jesus. I've had also the privilege of organizing the Nigerian Association of Plastic Surgery Uh, meeting in enugu several years back and i had the privilege of being the one to get the conference bags and i made sure that tracks were in those conference bags oh yes and dan sherry came and collected bags for the governor so he collected tracks for himself and the governor did he read it i don't know But make sure that your work, make sure that your increased labor is counting for the sake of the kingdom. And so you'll be steadfast. And so you will continue in the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, as we round off, how do you fall off? How do you avoid falling off from the pinnacle of wealth? One. It's not by denying who you are. It's not by rejecting the wealth. It's not by rejecting the spotlight. No. It is rather by seeing yourself as a steward entrusted with these things. Amen? Amen. The problem isn't being given those things. It's those things entering into you. Jesus said that the seed that is sown among thorns are those whom the wealth of this world entering in. Entering in. My money. My this. You know, It's instructive that the person who God called a fool, that he said, what will I do? My goods, my bands, my soul, and no word for others. Amen? So, as you have been promoted, thank God, rejoice in the promotion. It is good, it is godly. But recognize that it is another point of service. That the influence that that office comes with that that promotion comes with is now another tool for the kingdom of heaven that you will wield it and say lord jesus you have given me this influence you have given me this standpoint you have given me this opportunity lord show me how i should use it for the kingdom amen that's what paul said he said let a man so account us as stewards of the mysteries of god so when you look at yourself as a steward with god's money as a steward with god's position you know that is what the queen of sheba said to solomon that god has loved israel that's why he has placed you on his throne not placed you on your throne that that is god's throne so when i recognize that yes i've been promoted yes i made this yes i have that but it belongs to god and god is expecting me to deploy it for the sake of his kingdom i begin to see myself as a servant no matter how elevated i am amen jesus knew exactly who he was the bible says knowing where he came from and knowing where he was going he laid it aside hallelujah then i want to plead with us have a day of rest in your busy shadow please have a day it is jesus own pattern too was there a time jesus said to his apostles come let us come aside and rest okay do you notice that in that time even though people came and jesus taught them that it wasn't the apostles that dismissed the crowd it was the lord jesus so jesus still sought to it that rest was available for them yes ever abound in the work of the lord but God intends that you have times of rest. At a time, God made me to remember that the law of the Sabbath was not a punitive law, but a helpful law. Have a day that you rest. Amen? Amen? Have people that you delegate things to. It's part of grooming the next generation. Have people you delegate things to is it not true that moses at a time with all that he was doing when the people complained he went back to god and said god am i their father what am i to do with these people this is too much for me you remember when moses made that complaint what was god's response to him get me 70 people i'll take from the spirit in you upon them and they'll help you with the work so as god promotes you as god gives you more service points as things happen Ask God for people who have the same spirit that you will be committing responsibilities to that will help you so that you will remain steadfast to the end. So that you will not burn out. Hallelujah. There are going to be people that God will place on your way who are not going to flatter you, who are going to be able to look at you and tell you Brother, you didn't do that right. Value them. Amen. Amen. What did I say? Value them. Value them. There are some people who, when you get rid of them, there is no one who can look you in the eye and say, "Brother, that was very unchristian. How could you have done that?" And before you know it, you slide down and you enter into trouble value your wife value your husband share with them your mistakes one of the things among the several i thank god for my wife is that i can say to her please correct me if i'm wrong and she said no don't do it like that and i say thank you i say thank you value people who will be able to correct you in love Sometimes when they correct you in love, it's painful. But value them. Because if you don't have pain, then things that stick to you, which shouldn't stick to you, may not be removed. Finally, in all these things we are saying, have you even started your walk with the Lord Jesus? Let us pray. We have said things to do and to teach. But maybe you haven't started on that note of knowing Jesus as Lord and Savior. Can you call on the Lord at this time to ask him... come into your heart tell him to come into your heart are you anticipating some turbulence ahead take time to feed more on god's word now before that turbulence comes upon you take time to pray and have trusted people to pray I once asked someone to pray for me, and my flesh was saying, if you tell him to pray for you, his wife will know about it. And my spirit said, if you fall, it's not only his wife that will hear about it. I never fell. He prayed for me, and there's nothing to hear about. Make up your mind that you will use the support systems that God has for you. But be steadfast. Look at your workplace. What are the opportunities God places before you to proclaim the kingdom? Even this citywide crusade we have, why not place the flyers... Why not place the flyers and use it as an opportunity also to let people know? Certain temptations will be taken off you as people know your commitment to the Lord Jesus.
3: Shall we stand to pray? We have been listening on the topic, Stay fast until the final day. Stay fast. Being steadfast until the final day. And we are dwelling on the theme, Be strong and never be discouraged. You will receive your reward. And today we have had diverse presentations on these very important matters. I just want us to remember before we pray very quickly, that these things are not for sake of saying. These are matters for me. They are matters for you. There will be a final day. There will be a day of reckoning. There will be a day when some people will be rejoicing. And some people will be sad, will be afraid, will be angry, they are heading to hellfire. And there's no appeal. During the sermon, my mind went to Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Those at the back, you should participate in this prayer. Those who are coming in. But don't disturb anybody. This is very important. In Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 to 6, you will remember that passage. Jesus was speaking. He was speaking to a church like ours, a church in Sardis. Jesus said, I know your work. I know your work. They've been working, they've been doing great things. But Jesus said, for some of them, their work have not been perfect before God. And in that same passage, Revelation three one to six, Jesus described two sets of people. There will be a set that will be clothed in white, dressed in white, and then there will be those whose names will be removed from the book of life. That will not be portion in Jesus' name. The objective in mentioning this is for us not to say, Hey, we've had a, a great message. How has it impacted my life? What of your own life? What is Jesus saying about me and about you? Is he finding us steadfast? Is he finding me steadfast? Is my name in the book of life sure and secure? God will not remove my name. Let God not remove your name. Those who do not persevere to the end. That's why the Bible is telling us, be strong. Be courageous. Don't ever think of Being weak Being discouraged Continue Let's begin to pray now And let's begin our prayer To share again With those of us Who need to say to Jesus Jesus, see my hand up I want to follow you I want to be steadfast If you are in that category Jesus is waiting for you here and now Can you raise your hand and we pray. Raising your hand to say, Jesus, look at my hand. You will not remove my name from the book of life. Just raise your hand where you are. You don't need to come here. Raise your hand properly. Stop looking towards the back. It's a very serious matter. Jesus, I am for you. Some people's hands are up. Where you are just now, can you just begin to pray? Speak out your heart, whether you're a child or an adult. I'm seeing youths, I'm seeing adults. Can you just talk to God right now? Now is a day of salvation. Say, God, I've had your word. Please begin to pray on that. God, I've had your word. Don't remove my name from Book of Life. I repent of my shortcomings. I repent of my failures. I, repress, re, I, I repent of not being steadfast. Forgive me. Forgive me. Put my, my my name in the book of life. I want to be with you even at the end. I will not go to hell. Can you just pray that prayer now? We are running off. In the name of Jesus You may say after me If you really mean it It's not by force It's just to put what we have said to prayer You want to secure your name in the book of life You can say Lord Jesus I want to hear you say it boldly Lord Jesus Have mercy on me Forgive my sins. I know you are my savior. Lord Jesus, I know you died for me. Come into my heart. I want you to be my lord and savior. I want to be born again. Help me to be steadfast. In following you. Unto the end. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Church let's pray for our brethren who said this prayer. Both young and old. Can you pray yourself everybody? Pray for these people who made this prayer. It's very serious. If you are too weak to stand. You can sit. But let the weak say I am strong. Let's round off our prayers. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you. You love us so much. You died on the cross for us. You took our place so that we will not die. You took our place on the cross and you saved us. Lord Jesus, this morning, in this chapel today, we hand over your children who have prayed. Asking you to become their Lord and Savior. Lord, please perform your word in their lives. And save them, each and every one. Father, we ask that they be born again. All things will pass away in their lives. They begin to follow you day by day. steadfastly, Unto the end. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And the church says, Amen. You may sit, but we are still praying. You may sit, but we are still praying. Father God, thank you for this opportunity in this church today to hear your word from various angles. God, each and every one of us, we are here because we love you. We want to follow you to the end. Whatever. Will make us fall. Father remove it. In the name of Jesus. Whatever will make us. Not to be steadfast Unto the end. Father grant us to overcome such. In the name of Jesus. We trust you Lord. Father I ask you. Give your children. The grace. The strength. The commitment. To really follow you. Follow you in love. Following you and persevering. God, we shall persevere unto the end. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious God. We receive a blessed new year from you. 2023. Come what may, Lord. We are holding on to you. We shall be victorious. We shall walk with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The valley